so money's not you're not where you get things from money's just a tool where you where the, the real source is inside you the real source is the god within you is the consciousness within you yeah. and your understanding knowledge of that activity of the, that that's already always there that is your supply mm. nothing yeah. else is your supply so your, your podcast can go your house can go your whatever can go but that's not your that's that's okay because that's not that's not your supply your money can go right because that's not really your supply your supply is the is, is the thing that's that you really are welcome to another episode of the art of kings podcast show a show dedicated to helping men become all that they are. As always, I'm your host, San Stevens, and today's episode is the first installment of the Power series, which is something that I look to bring into the Art of Kings podcast show. And essentially, what we will be talking about are the things that truly give us power as men and as kings. So on this first episode, I had the idea of the power of presence. And the first person I thought to reach out to was my brother, Brian Winston, Brian, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. Happy to be here talking to you, brother. I, I enjoy our conversations. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why that's one of the reasons, man, that I first I was like, let me reach out to it's like, let me reach out to Brian. I remember the first time that we had a <laughs> the first time we had a conversation and I I'm going into the meeting because it was a virtual meeting. And I'm I'm going into the meeting and you are there in the in the meeting already. And you're just like sitting there and you're just like looking at the screen. And I'm like, <laughs> was that creepy? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it wasn't. To me, I was like, I was like, I was like, he's present. Like, that's something that I that I, oh, okay. that I think about. So because uh, I'm like, I'm getting my I'm making sure my audio is right. My camera's right and everything. And you just like sitting there, like waiting for me to get all my stuff together. And then I like tapped in. I was like, wait, is he frozen? Like. And then you're like, you're like, good evening. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. So now from that, like, you know, from that first meeting that we've ever had, all of our conversations are always great. And, you know, I just love having conversations with you because they're always very valuable and very insightful for me. I always walk away with with new ideas and new, new mm. things to think about. Yeah. You know, it came up to me all just now. Um, you talk about presence, right? Like if I, like most of your job, no matter what your job is, is is really just paying attention. Yeah. Like you think about most most people's jobs, you're doing your you're doing 85% of it just by paying attention. Yeah. I remember I remember when I was a per, when I was personal trainer and uh forgive me if I'm jumping in too fast, but No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> So um, at one point, there was a bunch of us that worked at a gym and the personal training manager left and went to a different gym. And uh, we, we kept, like a bunch of us followed him and went to this, this other gym. Right. And it was kind of like a weird contention toward, like with some of the trainers who were at the new gym between uh, between them and us. Right. Yeah. And I remember getting there. I remember us like the, the trainers from the old gym all kind of working out. And these trainers at the new gym were all like highly certified, like check practitioners and you know all these different degrees and stuff like that and i remember one of the trainers was training one of his clients and we were working out and he had turned his body completely watching us 
His client was behind him. <laughs> and at that moment, it was like, it doesn't matter what school you've been to. It doesn't matter what you know. It doesn't matter your degrees. Yeah. The second you're not paying attention, you ain't worth shit to that person. Yeah. And that's real. And that's real, bro. Like, just today. So I, I just told you before, you know, we actually started what the listeners will hear that I had a couple different meetings today. And one of them was with a with a new uh, potential guest who I'm going to have on a later episode. And we're every time that I meet with a guest before we actually record an episode, we always have like a brainstorming meeting. Or for me, it's a brainstorming session because I'm listening to what they have to say. And as I'm listening, like the cogs in my head start turning. I'm thinking, okay, like we can turn this into one point that we hit in the episode and or a question that we hit in the episode. And you would think something like that would require an enormous amount or some level of intense like thinking. And what I've learned in that is that all I have to do for that to happen is literally just listen to everything that they say with a high level of curiosity and a high mm -hmm. level of presence. And the rest of that stuff just comes naturally from genuine curiosity mm -hmm. and and just, again, that level of presence, that's where most of my creativity comes from. That's where I'm able to think about genuine questions like, oh, I'm actually curious about this. And I'm sure that our listeners will be curious about this. Oh, let's hit on these points. Just things like that. It always comes from that level of high presence, even if you even if it seems like there's a lot of thought and things like that required. Yeah, that's where creativity comes from. It comes from presence, like really, truly creative. Like if you ever like tried to be creative. It doesn't really it, it it doesn't have the same feeling to it like it, consuming it and it also doesn't have the same feeling um like taking part in it or being a conduit for it um mm -hmm. if there's not that presence that there if it's trying if you're trying to force it you're trying to force your way into your own future or if you're stuck in your own past sometimes you could be creative with the past you can be creative with the past or the future but mm -hmm. if you really sit with presence that's when that's when creativity can really flow through at least at least in my opinion i don't know maybe someone can come on here and say something different but it appears that the, being super present with where you are i never been a i never been someone who could freestyle who could freestyle rap i've always been really envious of people who could do that because of the amount of pre presence that it must take yeah to make up to make up a rhyme that makes sense yeah moment yeah i never even i never even thought about that that is crazy but yeah, bro, like creativity, love, all of those things are are accessible through the present. And in the truest form, only in my my belief in the present moment, being fully being fully present in the moment. Yeah. You said love too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Love, love creativity. It sounds like almost like the attributes that people give to God. Hmm. Yeah, that's insane. I never even see. And this is why our conversations like always just make me think, because then I could take that to just so many different levels. But I think it just pays homage to how powerful something like presence itself just is. And that that's something that we can tap into. You could probably have a whole podcast just on presence itself. I mean, like not just an episode. You could probably have a whole because yeah. think about what present, what being present is. Being present, when we say being present, and I'd love to hear your definition of it. 
but it's like being it's a it's a being it's being here it's being aware it's being conscious right that's what being present is mm -hmm. and consciousness alone people you know have volumes and volumes of books written just on what consciousness is right right mm -hmm. um what is awareness right, right? um you can have a whole podcast just you it could I be know it could be called I the know. presence podcast and you'll have no <laughs> shortage of guests yeah no for uh -huh. real and that's that's because that was one of the first things that i wanted to well what you just said kind of describing your definition of of presence and i agree with you and everything that you just said and that was one of the things that i want to talk about for our listeners who might not even know what presence is but basically everything that you just said and you mentioned you would want to hear my definition I really don't put I don't I haven't really put a definition to it, but I can definitely say that when some of the times where I practice presence the most are when every time that I work, I'm practice practicing presence, but more intentionally and more in a more focused way, I meditate every morning. That's how I start my day. I stretch and I meditate. Both of those require an extremely high level of presence. For me, meditation is the is nothing but the practice of being present for me that's how i meditate and i just i sit there i have a little meditation pillow and i'll sit on it and just simply exist like that is what i strive to do and in that a tons of different things come to me just through that through striving to simply do no more than just sit and breathe and like I said, so many different things come to me while while that's happening and I'll end up and I do this in the morning because it gives me so much momentum and so much power going into the day. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, most of what we have to do is just being present as men, as leaders, as whatever you want, you know, whatever, whatever role you play, most mm -hmm. of it to do to a high level just requires intense presence. I mean, think of any performance that you've ever seen. Yeah. It's been, it's been worth watching. That person, they weren't, it wasn't like they were multitasking. Yeah. Like yeah. watching uh, Jordan in the, um, what ended up being the food poisoning game. They thought it was a flu game, the food poisoning game. Like mm -hmm. the amount of presence that was, that was required for him to do that, to yeah. not to be feeling terrible. I think he dropped 42 or something, like 38 mm -hmm. or something like that. He dropped. Yeah on uh, on on utah like that that's presence mm -hmm. right to see to like to see mike tyson boxing like in his prime like he wasn't like looking in the crowd no he was like yeah on oh, yeah and that's where and and a lot of people call it the zone i like to say that too but that's how you tap into your zone for anybody who's wondering like mm -hmm. when you get into your zone for me that's intense that's intense presence. Like I practice presence whenever, especially because the way I approach all the things that I do beyond athletics, the podcast, everything like that, I approach it very creatively because as you know, I use it as in your, actually, these were your words that I, that I kind of run with as an expression of the impact that I look to create. And, mm -hmm. and because of that, I, I have to become extremely present and really focus on the impact that I want to create. And from that comes ideas of 
marketing strategies, um, podcast episodes, guests that I want to reach out to, things like that. But the only thing I intentionally do is really focus in on the impact that I want to create. And then everything else kind of just comes naturally. And I guess that is what my zone in that respect looks like. What do you think is um, for you or for you, for people that you've spoken to, what, what, what would you say is a hindrance? Like what gets in the way of Mm -hmm. presence? Mm. I'd say, so for me, I'd say the idea, and I feel like we touched on this last time that we spoke, but the idea that you don't even want to be great in 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 certain ways like the idea that so so i was thinking about this this morning because i also take cold showers in the morning and i also said that i stretch in the morning oh, you have some routine in the morning <laughs> yeah yeah it all happens pretty <laughs> quick though. I'm, I'm gonna make an episode about my morning routine wow actually. yeah yeah so so i take cold showers in the morning and i stretch in the morning i've never been flexible i, I i've just never been flexible but i prioritize stretching and my stretching, when I stretch, it hurts. Like it, like it really, it doesn't, it's gotten better, but especially when I started in certain stretches that I still do now, they they hurt, right? And for them not to hurt, I have to be extremely present. If I if I get distracted at any point during my stretch, it it starts to hurt. In my cold shower, I have to be extremely present while taking the cold shower or when, when I'm not, it feels extremely cold. And so to get back to your question or, or, you know, to connect that to your question, if I, I could easily use the excuse of it's too cold to, to take a cold shower. I do it because of the multiple benefits that come with it, the benefits that come with stretching and, and things like that. But I can use the excuse of it's too cold or it's, it's the stretch hurts too much or something like that. But, and again, so to get to your question, I think that people, I think that people realize, or maybe not, you know, maybe they can't articulate it, but being in, in intently present really allows you to do great things. And some people might just be scared of the great, you know, the great things that they can do while they're, while they're present and they still might be addicted subconsciously to the excuses that they make around you know not doing these things so um hmm. so what what gets in the way of presence is uh, uh fear uh and and thought mm. so you said you said you said a thought that you can't be great so so here you are being present or attempting to be present and a fearful thought comes in or a uh, a less than thought comes in. Are those the only two things that get in the way of presence? Is it, is, yeah, what's, so I guess we're talking about distraction, right? Like, so what is like, when we talk, when we think about what a uh, distraction, like what is distraction? Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. So distraction, and I'm sure a lot of people have different definitions for me, so personally, I think that absolutely anything can be a distraction. 
I don't think that anything in nature is labeled as a distraction. It's what you allow yourself to be distracted by. And that's something that that has been huge for me throughout. Like that realization has been huge for me throughout my entire journey. Just realizing that there's nothing that is naturally a distraction, but only things that you can allow yourself to be distracted by. So so I don't know if that answers your question, but that's kind of how I that's how I yeah. view it. So um, this is book. Uh, one of the best time management books I've read, I refer to a lot of my a lot of my clients. A lot of people I know I refer to this book to is called Time Warrior. It's by this guy named Steve Chandler. He's a coach. He's known as the godfather of coaching. Okay. And he tells this story. Uh, the whole book is about um, get, getting past procrastination and what's behind procrastination and all these things. And he talked about like, if uh, he made this analogy, uh, basically he's saying, if you don't have a goal, it's easy to get distracted. And he was like, he lives in Arizona. And he was like, let's say that I have an important meeting in New York and I got to go to the airport, mm-hmm. right? And I know I have to be at the airport at a certain time to get to New York, right? If as I'm getting ready, I'm getting stuff ready. And if someone comes to me and says, hey, Steve, listen, I need to talk to you about something. He's able to say, no, I have to go to the airport. I have to get to New York. And it's easy mm-hmm. for him to say no, right? Mm-hmm. And as he's continuing to get ready, and he gets a phone call. Hey, Steve, we have someone on the phone for you. No, I can't do that right now because I'm I'm trying to get to New York. Mm. And if he's driving, if he's if he gets out of his he gets out of his house and is driving and his car breaks down, he gets into a taxi because mm. he has to get to the airport to get to New York. Right. Mm. And he's basically saying, like, if you're not if you don't have a New York, it's very easy to get distracted. If you don't have a place that you're trying to go, a thing that you're trying to achieve then that's when distraction that's when we allow distraction in mm. but we all need to have a new york wow and and i also take that to 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 just you got to be a man on a mission that is that is that's huge and that's something that we talk about on this podcast like mm. this journey is is a mission for us the and you know it's it's there's so many things that you can that you can begin to that you can say like this is my goal like for example the idea of even personal development on and and of course that's a very broad topic but if your if your goal is that you just want to become healthier and that's that's a goal for a lot of people even even that is like once you are serious about achieving that goal and we actually spoke about this recently once you're serious about achieving that goal it 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 forces you to to maneuver in ways that you've never maneuvered before and that's and and for me and I wanted to talk with you about this a little bit more but kind of just your journey with presence and for me presence was something that really started to become relevant in my life when there was a need for it. Like when I couldn't achieve a certain goal because of my lack of presence, that's when the idea of presence really began to kick in. And when I had to learn more about it, when I had to practice it more frequently. And Mm -hmm. I think it is like what you just said, when I had a clear vision on where I needed to go, 
then you and you start to move down that path, then you start to learn more about the things that the skills that you need to that you need to acquire to really, you know, live out that goal and and fulfill that that mission. Yeah. Right. And maybe you don't have a mission. Right. Um, but it, I, I think uh, most people and I don't know if this is true. I'm going to say something. I'm not sure if this is true. When they when they're not on purpose, or when they don't have a mission or yeah you know, mission or purpose, there's a feeling of uh, a lack of fulfillment. Like they, they, something doesn't feel one hundred percent right. Mm -hmm. um, now that may or may not be true. Maybe people that are like you know I don't have a mission, I don't have a purpose, and I'm good. Maybe there are people that, that have that. So I'm sure, and I'm sure there are people that yeah. don't have goals and missions, and they're living their life just. And maybe that they're just present with what comes up, right? Maybe they don't have a thing down the road yeah. that they're looking to. Because if you think about it, like having a thing down the road actually takes you away from the present for a second, right? Yeah, there yeah, are people. You know, there, you're right. There are people that are like you know. I take it as it comes. Like this is my life. I take and. And I'm present with each moment as it comes, not thinking about what's going to come next or what, what what just came. I'm just really present with what with what is. And maybe that's like um, extreme presence, right? Yeah. Um, not having, uh, you know, I, I've, I've, I've heard of people like that too. Like, like sometimes successful people. I was on a podcast with a guy, I can't remember his name. He's a well-known record exec. And um, he came up, he, white guy, Jewish white guy came up, uh, I can't remember his name now. Dante Ross? We were on the same podcast together at one point. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I never really had goals. Never really had any goals. Just like things just came up. Wow. And, and as they came as they came up, you know, I just took advantage of them. Basically, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some people do live their lives like that. And so it is, it's just like, it's really just about being here now always without yeah. thinking about the future too much. Yeah. Um, and the coach part of me is like, nah, fuck that. Like, do yeah. that. Have a purpose and have a thing. And, and uh, but you know, some people don't. Some people, I guess, are. But what I'm trying to say is, different people have different relationships and definitions of what presence is. Yeah, yeah. And you, so, so you said something before, and you, you said that, you said that sometimes having a goal in the future can briefly stop you from being present and 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 again you also just said you know different people have different have different relationships with presence and it looks it might look different from mm. person to person and so i was on so i was having a conversation recently with 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 a friend of mine and we were talking about we were talking about finances on for the for the podcast so for for a podcast episode around finances and we we began to we began to formulate questions around um so like for people who who are impatient with like investing and things like that and and um you know cuz obviously some people don't have the patience to create an investment or to or to take the time out that is needed to build something sustainable and they're really looking for that instant return. There, there is no option for 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 those people. Like everything that is everything that is sustainable and really great takes takes some level of 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 time. You need to put in work to do it. And so we started to talk about like motivation for people like that, though. Like what we can say to them. 
And while we're formulating some ideas around that, I'm thinking to myself, like, it's so interesting because this is not something that I've ever struggled with. And that is, I feel, due to the fact that I'm only worried about the work that I do each day and the 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 fulfillment that I get from simply checking off everything on my to-do list and and doing everything in this moment, like talking with you right now, doing that to the best of my capability is some of is is the, really the truly like truly the most gratifying things that I experience in in life. And because of that, the thought of the thought of of building things in the future don't always come to my mind. Of course, there's times like the like the video you sent me, there's times to when you're dreaming. There are moments like that, of course. And I think that they're very necessary for 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 those of us who want to really build great things. But there's times for that. But then on a day to day, it's just about execution. It's just about being present and it's just about giving your all each and every day. And that's that's my that's my relationship with presence. And that's how I apply it to everything that I do. All right. Hmm. You know, I'm thinking about um so hmm. Sometimes so you asked me about earlier about um my my uh I guess my history with it to yeah. some degree. Like I walk with it. And it's funny, it's hard to define really, because I remember as a child, I remember uh they daydreaming. Yeah. I couldn't do homework. I, they probably, if I got tested, they probably say I have ADHD or something like that. Because I, I would sit down and do homework, and it would take me hours and hours and hours. Because I would sit there and start to do my homework, and then I'd be somewhere else for yeah. 10, 15 minutes, and I'd be back to the homework. And so, and I same same thing in class. You know, Brian's a daydreamer. Brian's a daydreamer. And I think as I've gotten older, I, I'm able to. I'm able. I'm better able to focus. But I think with with um meditation in my life it's given me a place to be able to go to that same place when i'm daydreaming wherever that place is to some degree yeah and i'm not sure if that's if that's considered if that's still you know you know being distracted or if that's maybe i was never distracted maybe maybe that was an important place for me to go yeah at that point maybe i was present with something that was more interesting than what was happening in that classroom at that time i don't i don't know that's probably that probably is what it that probably is the case i i that used to be similar for me like i remember taking because i mean as you know i'm from new york city so i remember taking the train as a kid to to school so i grew up in the bronx and for a lot of time i went to school in in manhattan and so i would take the train from the Bronx to Manhattan every morning. And there would be times where I would daydream on the train. So like, I would be so deep in my daydreaming that like, I'll be staring at somebody on the train right across from me and not realize that I'm staring at them. And there would be so many times that I snapped out of it because the person I'm staring at would just be like waving and waving <laughs> and waving. And then I would just be like, and then like, I would notice it for a split second and be like, oh, and I'll just be like, yeah, my bad. But that used to happen all the time when I was yeah. a kid. Like, and so until you just said meditation for you is kind of tapped into that, it, it just has me thinking of 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 where that is for me, because that doesn't happen to me anymore. And mm. and 
I don't know. It's just it's just an interesting thing that that you brought up. Yeah, it's it's we're, so where's the place for that? There must be there must be a place for daydreaming. There must be a place for you know using your imagination or going to going into an imaginal uh, an imagined place. Mm. There must be a use for it. There must be, or else it wouldn't be. Mm. Um, it maybe it's I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. Yeah, but there there must be a place for that. There must be a use for that. Yeah, um, yeah. And because I, 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 imagination, I learned you know I you know I do a lot of work with imagination, like visualization, like really diving into that instead of saying oh you shouldn't do that. Like no, go there, go there and create. Mm-hmm. That's a place where you can be completely creative without bounds. Yeah, yeah, and. It's crazy because something like like a concept like this, we could speak about forever. Like we could be on this topic for for so long, right? And and it's because these are for for me and and clearly for you as well. These are topics of of these are of our like main interests. Like these are the things that I'm most interested in. I'm most interested in tapping into my creative space into my zone to really create things that I that I want to create and I kind of just want to I just kind of want to regroup for some of the listeners and share with them the power of that because that's powerful on so many different levels when you understand your zone and your creative space you have something that you can continuously tap into to to build things and to and to create things i was i was thinking recently about how and this is going to be an episode later about how the journey is what is important for a man right it's not what it's not what we it's not necessarily what we get at the end of that journey but it is about what the the skills that we acquire and you know, just it's it, the journey is what we should be most concerned with. And along my journey thus far, one of the things that I've acquired is learning about my creative space and learning how to tap into it. If, if God forbid, like something ever happened to the podcast or to Beyond Athletics or to anything like that, of course, it would be really, you know, it would be terrible. But in that journey of creating those things, I know my creative space. I know how to tap into it. And so I have no doubt that I will be able to build these things again. So that in itself is so powerful because you become the force of power opposed to something external. Like I'm not the Art of Kings podcast show or I'm not beyond athletics, but so if anything were to happen to those things, I'm 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 at peace and I'm still I'm because I know that I am a force that is able to create and to build things. Uh, yeah, you are the source. Yeah. You know, we think that other things are the source. There's a book called The Abundance Book, which I, which I love. It's like the if any if you have money blocks or any type of. Uh, money uh, issues the abundance book goes in on a spiritual mental emotional spiritual level 
and gives you this plan that you follow. And he has the, has his mantras. And one of them is money is not my supply. No person, place, or condition is my supply. My understanding, knowledge, my understanding, awareness, and knowledge of the all-providing activity of the divine mind within me is my supply. My consciousness of this truth is unlimited. Therefore, my supply is unlimited. So the thing that so so money's not your not where you get things from. Money's just a tool. Where you where the, the real source is inside you. The real source is the God within you. Is the consciousness within you. Yeah. And your understanding, knowledge of that activity of the, that that's already always there. That is your supply. Mm. Nothing yeah. else is your supply. So your your podcast can go, your house can go, your whatever can go, but that's not your. That's that's okay because that's not that's not your supply. Your money can go, right? Because that's not really your supply. Your supply is the is is the thing that's that you really are. Yo, and that's so, man. That is. That is so powerful. Like I can't even put words to it, but that right there is the essence of what, how I've been articulating to the best of my ability, of course, what a king looks like. It's not, it doesn't, it's not contingent on those things, the house, the money, the things like that. It's about the journey of tapping into, like you said, that God within you, that consciousness, that higher power that you are you have to get more comfortable with it and familiar exactly. and familiar with it because once you tap into that power there's literally nothing that can stop you like there is literally nothing that can stop you and and so we just have to understand that because it um it's just so it's just so powerful and so i'm gonna leave that i'm gonna leave that that book and everything because i've never read that, i've never even heard of that before but that Oh, like, the abundance book is John Randolph Price, the abundance book. I've no it's like a little, it's like it's a tiny little book. It's it's maybe I don't even know. I'm looking right at it. It's I don't even think it's a hundred pages, it's maybe a little over more of a hundred pages of a tiny little book. You look at it and like, what is this? And you start going through it, and it's like it's it's one of the most deeply uh powerful spiritual books I've I've encountered. It's amazing. And they, 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 that mantra, I'm surprised I actually memorized that. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's like, I think nine of those. And you, uh, each day you do, is a 40 day thing you do. It's 40, each day you focus on one of those mantras. Mm. You, you you meditate on it, you write it, and then you write your own interpretation of it. You do that every day for 40 days. And if you miss a day, you have to start over again. Mm, bro, I and think that that's a my next yeah. book. <laughs> yeah, any, anytime I've gone through it, something always is always some type of a breakthrough yeah that that's that's definitely about to be my next book i i think i i don't know if it was you that i told this to but i have five pages left of the alchemist and this was my first time ever reading oh that. yeah the, oh the the end is the end is great hey, did, did you get the how far are you in like where I, <laughs> so so the alchemist just left santiago's side He's like, he's like brought him as far into the desert as he intended to oh. go. And he just left his side. Like he, I think the last thing he told him was that like, you will now, something along the lines of like, you'll now be tested kind of like, um, you know, just for everything that you've, everything that you've oh. been on for your journey, like this, the end is probably going to be the hardest uh, thing that you face and it will test everything you've learned on your journey. Cool. Something cool happens at the end. Bro, <laughs> like I, I yo, didn't. When I first read it, I was like, "What?" 
And now looking back on it, I was like, ah, yeah, right. You'll see. I'm so curious. Like I, I intentionally left five pages because when that ended, it was like a little one of those one of those little things that's like not a chapter ending, but it like shows that something new is is about to happen. And and I saw that there was only five pages in the book. But when I was reading it, this was like two nights ago. I was like, it's like, am I ready to finish it right now? I was like, nah, nah, let me. I was like, let me like sit for like a day or so and let me just read these these next five pages. So <laughs> I'll be honest, when I first read it at the end, I was disappointed. I was like, after all that, this that's it. I don't want to mess it. I don't want to ruin it for you, though. But now uh, on further reflection on it, it makes a lot of sense. Bro, we got to touch base. I got to I got to let you know my thoughts after. Please, please. <laughs> after when, I you finish read, it. when you read it, you'll know what I, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it, listen, I was disappointed because I loved the whole book until the end. And I was like, what? Yeah. Come on, bro. But now I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Bro. Exactly. <laughs> bro, like already it's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite books. Like, oh, man. And I I don't read I don't read books like that typically like all the books that i read are very like personal development business books things like that i this was like a story and oh man like yo it's one of my favorite books bro and i'm not even done but yo i was it's just so it's so good i recommend anybody who has not read it to read it it's another it's another quick read probably like like less than 200 pages uh yeah i I have a couple versions yeah it's like 200 pages it's actually the first gift i ever gave my wife Oh wow! Yeah, I gave her the, I gave her a copy of the, the Alchemist. Yeah, that speaks volumes. It's it's one of those. It's one of those. You got to read it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can have a we can have a whole uh, thing on books, man. I, I books have been super impactful in my life. Books have changed. They, I can't imagine what my life would be like if I I'm looking at my book collection. I if if, if some of these books hadn't come into my life, I can't I can't imagine where I'd be. I wouldn't be a coach. Yeah. I know that for sure. That's crazy. Like we let's do it, man. We got to have another conversation about books. Yeah. For me, too, like because for me, it's I read every night and man, it's just like so like the impact that a book can have is like is really like no other. Like it's really like no other. Like for me, it's different than podcasts. It's different than conversations. It's it's if you don't if you don't read for any of our listeners who don't read. You you don't even understand what you're like i don't feel like i even started to live in the real world until i started reading certain books like until i have read certain books like the power of my now i think the, the power of now i think i told you is my favorite book and uh-huh. and there's like like that and the four agreements is really great too there's like so many books that it's like how was i like living before i read these these yeah, things it's crazy to think, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I would recommend anybody. You know, you got. You read uh, conversations with God, Neil no. Walsh. No, nah, I've never read That's that one. Beast. So, really? so he, he like uh, Neil Donald Walsh. He used to have this like habit where if he was really upset with someone or angry with someone, he'd write him a letter, and it wouldn't be to give to them. It'd be just he'd write a letter just to kind of vent and get it off his chest. Yeah. And he was in a really tough place in his life and he wrote a really angry letter to God. Mm. And then uh it so but what, something weird started happening where he got a he, he started getting like these downloads. Mm, okay. As he's writing the letter, and it was like the, one of the, the first download he got was something like, 
do you what do you just do you just want to complain or do you want answers or something like that mm-hmm. and it started this dialogue oh. this deeper part of himself which he identifies as god and he is it's ridiculous bro you're giving me <laughs> you're giving me a bunch of books i bro i think i'm gonna re- what was the i'm gonna I'm, I'm obviously gonna rewatch the video i'll send them to you I'll yeah send yeah. Them to you. yeah shoot them I, to me I, bro I'll, what i'll do is this i'm gonna i'll send you a text message or an email and i'll give yeah. you a list of like the top five books like yo bro i that so much because those are probably gonna be because i'm finishing the alchemist right now and i have i do have a book list so i have my next book but Honestly, the book that you that we just spoke about before and the the abundance book, abundance book. Yes, I think that's going to be my next book because it just it sounds incredible, bro. Like it's it, incredible. It sounds so good. So that's going to be I think that's going to be my next book. I'm probably going to order it as soon as we get off of, of this call. I'm not going to lie. So. All right. So anyways, we got so we got to we got to reconnect and we got to yeah. talk about we got to talk about the books and everything like that. I need that list, but I'd love to share some of the things that we discuss with with the audience because again every conversation that we have is 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 really incredible so so i just want to just regroup and end it talking about again the uh you know the power of presence and is there anything that you can is there anything that you can share with our listeners uh something that they can do to to practice presence in their in their day-to-day you know what man it's really um it's not like anything like wild that you don't know it's not like i i can't think of anything off the top of my head that's like oh wow it's like paying attention to your like the job that you have pay attention to your job like pay attention to what you're doing pay attention to what you're doing right now and then serving right no matter what you're doing take take time one thing is I'm not a fan of multitasking. Like if you're doing two things at once, I, okay, I get it. If you know, I have a baby, I don't know if you heard her crying in the background before. So sometimes I have to hold her and make a bottle of formula at the same time. So it's what I, it's just what I have to do. I don't have time to really sit with the formula. And I have time <laughs> for that, right? But the things, but, but when you, when you can really slow things down and do one thing at a time, mm. like really slow it down. Like if you're eating, eating a slice of pizza really slow down and enjoy that slice of pizza yeah (laughs) no bro it's 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 real like like and again this is one of the the last things we'll say but like when i go so i go on runs every so often when it's nicer outside i i go every sunday and i run the entire trail i think it's like a it's probably like a five mile trail something like that four four or five mile trail so i'll jog that whole trail and then and and it goes longer. It goes all the way. I don't know how long it goes, but it goes. It's it's really far. So I'll stop at about five miles. There's like a little. There's like a little sign that says like five miles or something like that. And I'll stop there, and I'll walk half of the way back, and then jog the other the other half. And in that walk, I just I literally I'm just walking. Like I typically am not even playing music in my in my headphones and it's such a it's a really scenic trail like trees all around and as i'm walking like i frequently just stop and i'll just like look at things like like just on my most recent run i saw a a a, like a vine like wrapped around this tree from like top to the bottom and it looked incredible i was like yo this is so dope and like there's there's things like that that i that i think to share with people i'm like yo like i saw a really dope vine wrapped around yeah. the tree <laughs> but it's like nobody nobody's thinking about that nobody's caring like, about no, that. like yo word tell me about that vine son 
No, bro. (laughs) But like to me in that moment, it was like the greatest thing. And it's like, it's like stuff like that, man. When you just are, when you just present and you just live in life, bro, it's like certain, it's just things just, things just look, you, you just appreciate more things and and appreciate that's the word yeah yeah appreciate slow yeah, down and appreciate you ever think about what appreciate like means you ever think you ever like like think of like i think of it as like sometimes you think of it as gratitude and i think there is some the, the of course it's gratitude but mm. like i think of it as almost like the opposite of depreciate mm. so depreciate lowers the value yeah. of yeah right appreciate increase the value of so stopping and appreciating yeah increases wow. the value of the thing through which you're yeah. focusing on bro that's crazy i know ne- i've never thought about it like that but that is that is so true because like i said just in that scenario alone man like that's exactly what happened I, like for me now next time i am on that walk i'm gonna be more observant of of the trees nearby and and the forms that they take and and different things like that like that is now for me a bigger it's it's something bigger than what it was before yeah right wow wow so oh man that's just so dope so we've touched on so many different things um i'm gonna leave uh all of your coaching information and everything like that in the description so that any of the listeners who want to get in contact with you can do so is there anything else that you want to throw in before we wrap up yeah appreciate life man take your time yeah right yeah. we're not here we're not here forever you know in these bodies we're yeah. we actually are here forever but not in these not in these bodies so slow down enjoy life man yeah it's supposed to be yeah. fun you're supposed to enjoy this thing absolutely so i love that it was a great episode so with that being said that concludes today's episode of the art of kings podcast show Peace, Art of Kings family. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As a listener of the Art of Kings podcast show, we ask that you do three things to help us further our mission and reach as many men as possible. First, if you feel it is appropriate, please leave us a five-star review as it would greatly help with our ratings and help to get the podcast out to more people. Second, if you don't already, please follow us on Instagram at underscore Art of Kings underscore. That is the official community for the Art of Kings podcast show, where you can interact with other listeners of the podcast and receive special updates about future guests as well as future episodes. Finally, please send the podcast directly to three people who you feel could benefit from our messages. The Art of Kings is a movement intended to help us men become all that we were meant to be, all that our families need us to be, and all that the universe calls us to be. If you find our episodes valuable, Please send the podcast over to three people with the hopes of spreading the message and furthering the movement. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and we'll see you next week. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.